following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Well, most of us are ready for this edition of Mix Shots. Bill Jones along with Mickey Spagnola. Oh, when Everson weird. figures out his headset, he'll be along for the ride as well. I didn't know it had any knobs on it. Control. Give me a break. All right, now we are set we for go, this baby. edition of uh, Mix Shots. As the Cowboys have just wrapped up a practice out on the practice field here at the Star. Several of the m- members of the team talking with members of the media as we speak. There's some news breaking earlier today. Mike McCarthy's uh, press conference is uh, he's confirmed some players are out for this game. Let me start with this though because I just saw this tweet <laughs> from Adam Schiff. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson wasn't at practice today. Jackson said yesterday that his hip was sore from his touchdown flip against the Chiefs the other night. When he, I saw him flip, I said, that's an amazing athletic move. But I feared a tweet like that this week. If, if, if that's indeed where you hurt yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it was on that one run. I, I ain't admitting it happened on a flip into the end zone. <laughs> Somebody needs to talk to him. No, uh, it was – yeah, you got to tuck when you do that. You can't – you know, he stayed elongated. You got to tuck. Uh, yeah. He didn't tuck. That's yeah. all you got to do. I know his dad talked him how to fall. Yeah. Mickey, have you ever done a flip in your life? Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah, on, on, a, on a trampoline. Yeah. How about, no, I how mean, about like, off a diving like a board? Of, oh, I hated going in head first on a diving board, let alone <laughs> yeah. trying to do a flip. But that's more of a flip. somersault. Yeah. Yeah, have you done a somersault? No, as could, a kid, I know you did a somersault as a kid. You know. Like uh, just in the water? No, no, oh, on the ground. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. talking about on you the ground. F- like yeah, yeah, when you're, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, on yeah. the ground. But say, I'm talking about airborne. No. Oh yeah, of course. Airborne. Yes, you never done the flip off? A flip off on the ground, like <laughs> standing up and flipping forward? <laughs> no. Not what about on the bed? I sat on a trampoline. Okay, no, I got okay. on the bed. I didn't have a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> that was my trampoline. I had to get high enough so I could get around, right? <laughs> I'm always amazed by anyone who can do a flip because it's 6'4, it's harder to do a flip. I, I do it on a bed. Okay, all right. All right, Mickey, bring us up to speed on uh, who, not because they did a flip, is on the injury report, but uh, there's. Which, by the way, Michael Gallup did that flip in training camp right. over the fence. Yeah, he, but he couldn't help it. Touchdown, what, but two years ago? We did the flip for a touchdown. I, I believe so. I don't know how he did that. Uh, so it's one thing if it comes in the natural motion of the, and that's of what the he play. Did. Yes, yeah. Yes. You know, out of necessity. To, to, yeah. Out of necessity. Uh, that's what he did. He should have been camp. flagged for that. Lamar, Lamar was not out of necessity. No. Was that taunting? That was taunting. Okay. okay, I'm confused now. So now when they get the turnovers and the interception and the touchdowns, you can't come crowd in front of the camera anymore. No, you can do that. You can still do that. That's, well, no, that's, that you're that's taunting. excessive. No, you're taunting. Taunting the fans of the other team that that's are watching right. on television. <laughs> you so can't do it in somebody's face. Okay, okay. You're doing okay. it in our face. Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for it on television. I'm waiting for so if it's a turnover, one of the offensive guys running down with them and getting in front of the camera. Well, I think they've already established that that's going to be like a 
uh, fund bunch thing. You guys remember the mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. And fund bunch is yeah. going to be one of those things. It's going to be a flag. Well, didn't you guys try to bust that up? They did, yeah. Yeah. yeah they did, yeah. yeah. My they, thing was, I mean, come on, don't give up the touchdown. Then, then you, if you can If you score, <laughs> you can fund bunch all you want. I'm mad about the touchdown. Who cares about the celebration? So is the California quake, would that be taunting now? No. No, because it's not in anyone's face. Okay. Unless right. you're looking at his butt. <laughs> <laughs> or you're standing over the guy and right. laying on his back. Right. <laughs> Unless you're straddling the guy and you're, you're uh, that, California yeah. quaking as you straddle yeah, the guy. That would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. What was the question? Uh, uh, injuries. Yeah. Injuries. <laughs> All right. So uh, we know these guys will not play this week. Carlos Watkins, sprained knee. Uh, that was reported <laughs> after the game. He is out. That's not funny. No. No, <laughs> oh, man. Chris is cracking oh, crazy no. back there. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Watkins and, and Ms. Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan Wilson uh, out uh, still with the groin strain. I saw him out there doing some rehab. How's he look? I mean, he was doing the cords, but that was about it. So man, that, that groin. Looks like tough. he's out. Uh, Ty Nasecki, uh, he will be out. Uh, they term st- illness. They're still kind of making sure everything's cool with that heat exhaustion and there's nothing else uh, wrong with them. And uh, the big one to me is Dorrance Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, high ankle sprain. He is out. So it's probably, I mean, I don't. if they don't put him on IR, then they think it might be less than – Four weeks, you know, maybe less than three weeks. So we'll see where that one goes. Uh, Can anybody play without getting injured? <laughs> I mean, the guy gets a chance. I know. And, and he goes gets and hurt. gets hurt. Uh, and then Amari Cooper is limited, but he was out there with a helmet on. Uh, and so he took part in a couple of the uh, individual drills, but. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure what they're going to list them uh, on the injury report, which the first one for the game comes out today as limited. And what's wrong with him? It's the ribs? Ribs. ribs. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a previous injury. Yeah. I mean, when he's falling down making that catch. Yeah. He that couldn't have messed his he, ribs up. He, he, I think he probably exa- or, uh, aggravated. I was going to say exaggerated. Yeah. He aggravated it. So, so he never did tell them about this This. I think he had it before, and it didn't bother him until he Be- fell on it. Before in the game or before? I think in the- practice or okay. something. Yeah, right. earlier in the week. You I know heard. what Coop's problem is? He doesn't complain. Yeah. Oh, no. He does not That's complain. That's what got him in trouble. Not That's him right. in trouble, but the team in trouble in that game against the Jets. Yeah. He didn't tell anybody anything was yeah. hurting, and he gets in for one play, and it's like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Right. Well, did it just happen? No, it's been bothering me. Yeah. And they got mad at him because you cost us a spot on the 46-man roster. Right. Uh, but, yeah, he does not Too complain. much pride, man. Yeah. That's too much pride. So we'll see where that one goes. They really need him out there. They, they don't really need to do. have two starting. Oh, and speaking of missing two starting wide receivers, so Michael Gallup, who last week I saw – walking on the sidewalk outside in the star area with a boot up to his knee. Um, he was out there on the cords uh, doing some lunges with Britt Brown. So he must be coming around because if your calf's that sore, you mm-hmm. can't do that. That's true. Uh, so that was uh, encouraging. And Keanu, Keanu Neal uh, on COVID reserve, uh, it's a close contact 
uh, COVID protocol, and he would have to test. So he must not be vaccinated, but he'd have to test negative five days in a row uh, before that he would be allowed to play. So I think if it happened on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or even if it happened on Wednesday, that would get him to Sunday, and he should be able to go uh, on Monday. And there's no reason why, you know, you would worry about conditioning, but if it's just close contact, he can do whatever, right? right. He just can't do it here. Right. Um, and he's got an iPad, so he can study the game plan. He can study the, the, the Eagles, and uh, he would have all day – uh, Monday to get in a meeting and get up to speed. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that one as it goes forward. But you know, the, so as a as a player, I'm just thinking about this. As a player, let's say um, you know, Keanu, and I, I I got my shot. Let's say I got my shot. And so, what is my responsibility to the team? Do I live as if I'm in a bubble, even though I'm vaccinated? Yes. Still, you should. You right? Should. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep going out to these different places and knowing that someone might be out there, especially with the conditions that, that are out there now and the, and the beliefs and things of that nature. What do you do? I mean, you got to you got to keep yourself isolated from a lot of different people. But then also, what about if you have kids and and your wife and they come home? They don't, you know, they still might have the shot, but they can still pass it, and you know, you'll be okay. But then you're still positive. You know, my understanding from a family standpoint that those people are uh, the people in your family uh, or whoever you live with are eligible to come and get tested. Hmm. I think once a week at least. Wow. Yeah, that they would provide that for your family. So I mean, when you're talking about getting down to the playoffs, you're talking about colder weather, activities might still be out there. They're coming home, and of course, it's easier to spread in the winter than it is in the summer, as that's the the belief. The heat's not the heat's killing things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heat in the bleach. So but, you uh, know what? what, what just, you, that's the thing that when, as the playoffs come, that is extremely important. I mean, what do you tell your players? Hey, guys, don't go to your family Thanksgiving. Don't put them in the hotel. Crazy, man. For the week. This is crazy. So what you said about your responsibility to the team, if you remember when we were in training camp, Michael Irvin came out and basically said that because that was when I think the Cowboys first reported that they were only 70% or mm-hmm, 75% mm-hmm, vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And he, we, came, out, he came out and said that. You know, he goes, if you're if you're all in and you're trying to win a Super Bowl, yeah. your responsibility to your teammates is to get vaccinated. Yeah. And, but and, not and just he, that. Yeah, and then mind yourself, right? Yeah, mind yourself. And and until he came out and said that, Jerry was kind of on the fence. And my understanding after that, that's when he came out and like, okay, guys. I mean, it's, it's pretty this obvious, is, though. Your responsibility is to this team, Yeah. right? Uh, but, you know, there's, my understanding, still four or five guys. And if you're, let's say you're single. I mean, you're single, you're 25 years old. You might have a girlfriend. You might have a couple of girlfriends. <laughs> I mean, might find a girlfriend for the night. Right. You just never know. So now you, you have to curtail all uh, normal human activity. And trust me, this is not a complaint. So I don't want anybody out there thinking, yeah, yeah. you know, no, this is, this is life as we know it. And this is the sacrifice that you have to make as a teammate. 
to make sure that when the playoffs come, I just don't want my running back. I don't want Pollard or Zeke coming in and say, hey, man, I'm positive. Bro, this ain't the time. Right. No, absolutely. Scary stuff, man. So, so. we'll see if he's back um, because it, it, the, what it complicates, and it's a good thing that they have some versatility with Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, and his ability to play and play mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can't get out there on the nickel, Vanderess certainly can do that. And but it gets complicated because of Dorrance Armstrong. Now you've, you're missing your what top two of your top three defensive ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know you could have said, okay, if Dorrance is there, Randy Gregory's there, Micah, you're back at linebacker. But with him out, he might have to. Uh, he was doing both today in the in the warm up drills. Mm-hmm. He was with the linebackers, and then he was with the defensive ends. So, so that just brings up the importance of the depth that we have. Right. And a guy like Curse coming in and having to do what Neil just did. Right. Uh, that means Casey's going to play more. That means you know we need Hooker's going to have to play more if he can't get out there. Yeah. Yes. And then you know, and how does he feel after his first game? I, I don't think we've had an opportunity to talk to him. I don't think anybody's asked. And no one's asked about Leon either, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. You are so right. But uh, I know what happened. But yeah, yes, uh, I'm sure he's either on crutches or no, he's got for sure on. Well, I saw uh, Demarcus Lawrence in the building, and, and, he, and, and Lawrence was out on the field briefly, right. just uh, on, on on a scooter. On, on a scooter. He should yeah. have told me. I had to lend him mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just sitting in a room right now. Ah, that's what good. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, from an injury standpoint, I mean, I I hadn't checked to see where Philadelphia is, but uh, well, they we know the Brandon Graham right. uh, out for the year with an Achilles. Brandon Brooks, their mm-hmm. right guard, uh, he's not out for the year, but he's out for the time great. being. And uh, their uh, Landon Dickerson, who is the the center from Alabama, is going to start at guard for them. He was uh-huh. second round draft pick for the Eagles. Uh, he was very impressive in college. Uh, I believe there was an injury history because he, he was projected as a first-round pick. I was going to say, oh, okay. there was a, Alabama, they go second round. Something's it, wrong. Yeah, there was, a, there was an injury uh, history or something. So they got them. some problems, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's a good player in college, and so I don't know that how much of a drop-off there is uh, there. Uh, but he'll get his he, – and he came in and got about 30 snaps, I think, last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and, and for what this is worth uh, – Neville Gallimore uh, has been out there uh, the end of last week and this week uh, doing his some of his rehab on the courts, and he was moving awfully well. Uh, he was doing lunges and sidesteps, but I mean his was a dislocated elbow, so right. you, you ought to be able to. Yeah, move, the lower body's right? okay. Yeah, yeah. The lower body should be okay. <laughs> but that's that's encouraging, and he's he's a he's a pup. No, he's not a pup guy. He was a. Uh, IR guy. Mm-hmm. So he had to miss the first three games. So I think his injury was four to six. So maybe it's on the shorter end if he's already out there doing that. And if they ever get to the six, uh, uh, Hill. 
Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill. Mm-hmm. I was blanking. I was going to I was going to say, I was going Tyrone Hill, right? I was doing two things here, and I noticed that you trailed off on me. Now, he's got a, he's, he was on, he's on puck, so he has to miss, he has to miss six games. But he's moving really well out there. So why six? Because he's on puck. He was never activated prior to training camp. Right. And so that way you can place him on physically unable to perform, which, but which means that you have to miss the first six games so, as opposed to IR, which is three games. So anyway, with Watkins missing, um, you know, they do have uh, Hamilton on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right on that. Uh, and so they could call him up. And my understanding is uh, they, they, protected, uh, they protected him and – uh, what was the other guy? Uh, Breland speaks too, a defensive end. So, and if Neil can't play, so they could actually bring three guys up because you get a COVID replacement, uh, then you can take guys off the uh, practice squad too at the last minute. So we'll see where it goes, but a uh, lot of movement on that roster to try to uh, create enough depth for these guys that'll be missing. And the game itself is going to have a totally different tone. You know, we have we have a great depth for the passing offense that we went against. I think this time we're going to have to be more run oriented. Have guys in there ready to stop that run. Uh, that's got to be the main attack that Philly's going to go with. And you know, if, and if that's what they need to do, uh, you know, Van Der Esch and and Jalen Smith um, in the middle, if they put. Uh, so do you, Parsons at on uh, at defense. So what end. do you prefer? Do you prefer against this Philadelphia offense? Do, would you prefer Parsons at end or Parsons at linebacker? As I look at it, I think I'd, I'd like Parsons at linebacker if they're going to be going against the run. You won't have many opportunities for that all-out pass rush over yeah. and over and over again like we did against the Chargers. Can I say mm-hmm. both? <laughs> it's mix shots. You can say whatever you want. He to say. wants. He wants to do both. <laughs> well, I mean, if we get up on them, yeah. If we get up on them and force them into passing situations, then yeah, let's yeah. make that move. Yeah. But otherwise, if we know they're going to come out trying to run, which I'm sure they are, then we have to have that 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 middle uh, stacked up. I just saw. I was finally got to see the guys practice. I saw Van Der Esch and, and Jalen out there doing some little ball drills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see how athletic uh, Van Der Esch is. You yes. can tell he played basketball. And you can tell that Jalen did not. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it at that. <laughs> so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they do play it, uh, because you know, with the versatility of Hertz, you know, he's their leading rusher. We talked about it yesterday. You know, you got boy, you got to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear from the head coach about it? Yes, I would. All right, how about it, Chris Beam? There's be more opportunities, you know, playing different combinations. I think really the true focus is, you know, this offense is different than the first two teams we played. I mean, this, this offense is about speed and space. Uh, you know, their offensive line is, you know, just had that one injury uh, last week. But, uh, you know, this is the healthiest they've been uh, in, in some time. So, you know, big athletic offensive line with uh, five perimeter, perimeter players that can that can really, really go. So we're real, really focused on speed and space and, and what we need to do to to combat that. Okay. And he talked about kind of it's it's like a chess match, kind of moving people around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we talked about it, I think, last week, too. They do have, uh, although with Watkins out, it's a little bit more problematic. They do have the personnel to play like a 3-4 yeah. 
Um, and you could put Parsons outside on the 3-4, and then they don't know if he's rushing, if you're rushing five or if you're rushing four, and he's playing the run. Mm-hmm. So that's always a possibility, too. I like the thought of their quarterback getting out in space and Parsons pursuing. Yes, I'm with you on that. I like Parsons pursuing anybody. Wherever he's pursuing <laughs> right. from. Yeah, it's, it's going to be right. a and short if anybody, pursuit. And if, <laughs> and if anybody needs to know more of my, by, about Micah Parsons, uh, go to DallasCowboys.com and click on his interview yesterday. He was really good mm-hmm. uh, he, and very forthcoming. Um, you know, they were asking about doing too much or them pacing him. He goes, I don't need no pace. He goes, when you got a wild bull out there and it's running, you keep that bull running. And it's a young bull. Yes. It's not like it's an old bull. No, this is a young one. He's going, he should run. He should run and they should let him go. Plus, he said he has a photographic memory, so he doesn't yep. have to study. He's, Is somebody, that true? Somebody said, when did you realize that? He said, I think it was in in college when everybody else was studying, and I would not study, and I, I, I remembered everything. He goes, so then I realized, oh, well, I'll just wait to the day before the test and, you know, just check it out. So then you're telling I'll me he's an A student then. So and, and he's, saying, high school. he's saying whatever they <laughs> he's throw at him, he'll, summa cum laude at he'll remember. He's summa cum laude. Yeah, he'll remember what he has to do. Well, graduated in three years. He was only there three years. So. That's right. All right. Yeah. All right. So That's what I'm talking about. All but, right. But check out that interview. It's really Excellent. good. Excellent. All right. And we're going to check out what the Eagles head coach was wearing today at press conference when we come back Hmm. on Mix Shots in just a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. 
Get on-demand Cowboys content on your home TV. Imagine that. Hmm. Get the latest player interviews like the one with Micah Parsons. Video podcasts <laughs> like Mick Shots. Documentaries <laughs> like the one on Darren Woodson. And so much more. Download Cowboys Now on your connected TV today. Wow. That was impressive. It was. Had lived his butt off there. Oh, you didn't think that was all That was not on there. No, you did good. You You know what tipped us off? We we could believe the Micah Parsons. We could believe (laughs) the Darren Woodson. We could could believe the Mick Shots. (laughs) (laughs) That's what told us. uh, He's ad-libbing now. All right, here we go. This was the scene in Philadelphia today. There he is, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni. And he's wearing a Beat Dallas T-shirt. Mm-hmm. They are fired up. Did he have to go out on the street there in South Philly to buy one of those? Uh, looks like it's something. Maybe it's Probably selling at the pro shop. That's right. If he, if he, I'm glad he didn't have an Iverson jersey on. You said he had an Iverson jersey at one point? I, someone, someone said that. Said, well, if that's the case, Iverson is a Cowboys fan. That's exactly he's right. He's a damn good guy. I, I, uh-huh. I'm out there that's right. at the All-Star game, NBA All-Star game one time, sitting outside the hotel. He comes up late. This when he still played Iverson. He comes up in with a Jeep full of his boys. He comes in. He recognizes me, and he asks me, where is Michael Downs? <laughs> really? First Get out of here. Wow. He is a major Cowboy fan. Wow. So does this mean when the Cowboys play Washington, they'll come out back up? Come back out with the Cowboys suck T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sell those on the corner of, over there at RFK. If you, I am not surprised. I used to sometimes take the uh, their their subway to to the game from the mm-hmm. hotel we stayed at, and you'd have to walk like two blocks past the armory, and all the people are out there, and they got all the. Paraphernalia stands. The RFK and, was, and, was, and those those were the T-shirts that sold the most. I got right? flipped off. In a, uh, uh, my first game was the Redskins, and I got flipped off. A dude in a he's got a, a flag. He's in a wheelchair. What are you flipping me off for? Uh, we're America's team. <laughs> right, okay. There you go. Well, he must have been America's handicapped person. Uh, that, that's it. funny. I got cussed out last night leaving here. Mm. Oh, uh, damn. Was, again? Did you ever park in that? The, the, like the, Wait a minute. <laughs> again? I was, I, was in, I was in D.C. Where were you? You yeah. were upstairs? Up, upstairs? <laughs> I was in the parking garage, the high rise. Yeah. You know, it's like, what, five floors? Yeah. So you got to spin around and come down and come uh-huh. down. Well, it's really narrow for two cars to fit going each way. And I come down to the bottom part, and some guy comes around real fast, and he pulls it, and he was almost in the middle, right? Yeah. And I just kind of said to myself, Jesus, just like that, right? Well, my window was open, and he heard it, and he thought I was, like, cussing him out. And I'm thinking, if I was cussing you out, it wouldn't have been that, right? He stops his car. Got something to say, buddy? Got something to say? And then I got a F you twice. <laughs> wow, man. So people, why me? People hate you everywhere. Uh-huh. I didn't That's know you I were so reviled. The guy almost, <laughs> the, guy, the guy almost caused a head-on collision wow. in a parking lot, right? Oh my goodness! And all I was like, oh man, this guy almost hit me, right? Well, he probably was, he was probably going to give you a break till he saw who you were. You sure you didn't yeah, have right. a hand motion too? No, but. no. And, okay. and, hey, hey, and you know he what? The, he heard the show. And he <laughs> he got out of his car, and I'm going, okay, I got to get out of here. The car in front of me stops. <laughs> 
<laughs> they blocked you in. They blocked me. So how did you get out of this predicament? The guy finally moved, and I moved, and that guy finally, I guess, ran out of steam. What was your response? I didn't. You? I did nothing. Okay. You never know. Smart. That's right. That's right. That's right. We don't want to read about you, but yeah, uh-huh. Plus, I still, I, I still like doing the show. I didn't yeah. want to be, a, I didn't want to be a, a headline. We, you know? Yeah, we'd be like Jill Bill shots. We'd be Bill no, shots. We changed the name of the show. Mick shot. <laughs> Mick, Mick shot. shot. Mick got shot. <laughs> That's a good one. Mick got shot. <laughs> or what was the? What was oh, the? Man. What was that one show? It was a document? Was a? It was a series. Kill Bill. Or Kill, something? Yeah. Kill Mick. Kill Mick. <laughs> All right, that's my mix shot. There you go. That's All right, a good um, you recall last year or this year on draft day, the Cowboys made a trade with the Eagles. That's right. Okay, and the Eagles feel pretty good about their guy, Devontae Smith. Cowboys feel pretty good about their guy, Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. What about the year before? I was listening to Philadelphia radio driving in today, the WIP, WIP. Yes. And they went back to the 2020 draft, and I don't I, – I have a vague memory, I think, of the Cowboys and Eagles talking trade when the Cowboys took C.D. Lamb, where the Eagles wanted – they said that the Eagles – it got reported after the draft that the Eagles had talked to the Cowboys about trading up yes. to 17, which right. is where C.D. went. Uh, and they were willing to give up their first and second round draft pick. The Eagles took in the first round Jalen Rager and in the second round Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So they were debating now, looking back 17 months later, what, do you, what if, that dra- if that trade had what, – what do you think of that proposed trade now that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback, Carson Wentz has gone to Indianapolis, Jalen Rager's starting wide receiver? Would they – CeeDee Lamb's the starting uh, wide receiver right, here. Right, right. I think I think the Cowboys once they got to that point, um, the only other thing they would have done had they traded that and not got C.D. Lamb, they knew the linebacker. Well, uh, was it Calevon Chason was one of the, the guys, the, edge rusher, the, L, the LSU like yeah. uh, he, he was an edge rusher. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's where they probably would have gone because hmm. that was one of their con- that mm-hmm. was their consideration until they looked up and go. Oh, my, look what's falling in our lap. And as it turned out, when you look back at that, okay, Cowboys picks uh, CD at 17. The Eagles were at 21. And the, and so the Cowboys took CD. Uh, Chason went number 20 to Jacksonville. And 21, Philadelphia took Jalen Rager. So Chason would not have slid down to 21 if that's what they wanted to do. But I think the Cowboys were truthful when they said once CD got to them, yeah. they were taking CD. Yeah. yeah. There, you know. there was you could right. You're not. You'd be crazy, right? right. Especially, I mean, they, they especially if him, you think that the Eagles are going to get him. And they had him rated as him. they had him rated as the best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, and three of them went, I think, before him. So the Cowboys were were probably willing to trade with the Eagles as long as CD wasn't there. Exactly. And CD is the guy that the Eagles wanted. Yeah. So that that's why the trade so didn't happen. Who do you think is going to end up being the better receiver, CD? Or Rager? No, I'm thinking of the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh Uh-oh, Devontae Devontae Smith Smith this year. Well, here's the other thing is the uh, debate in Philadelphia is they took Jalen Rager. Well, Justin Jefferson went Mm. the next pick to Minnesota. Yep. So, I mean – even if the Cowboys were in the, were thinking about a wide receiver, I think that they would have taken Jefferson. So either way, you're going to be looking at uh, Jalen Hurts throwing to 
a particular wide receiver, a very good wide receiver, no matter who they took, right? So it's going to be. But if they had traded up, they, had they would not up, have had they that second round that pick. Second round okay. pick to get them. But they might have gotten Hurts in the third round. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah. then if, let's say, they wouldn't have got Hurts at all, what would they be looking at at quarterback? They've gone back and got Foles. They'd be starting Gardner Minshew, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know. or they wouldn't have they wouldn't have traded. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. they wouldn't have traded. That's right. It's funny how things work mm-hmm. out. That's right. Uh, and so I I I like the Cowboys draft. Yes, especially when you consider the Cowboys. Uh, well, all right. Let's say the Cowboys had made that trade. Okay. Then and Chase on was gone. So now you're taking – would you take Justin Jefferson there at 21? And then in the second round – Especially turn, the way he turned out. Right. All I can all I can think of is the PA guy at LSU going, touchdown, Justin okay. Jefferson. All right, so let, let's say then you had – you took Jefferson, okay, and then in the second round you had, uh, okay – uh, Trayvon was the 51st pick, so he obviously was there. You take Trayvon there, and then you'd have the 53rd pick, which the Eagles took Hurts there. And I'm looking at guys that were available there. Who's jumping at? No one's really jumping out. I'm looking down. Well, if you've gone that far, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, no. and then they took Gallimore at 82. So somewhere in between there, there's a linebacker, Willie Gay, Kansas City at 63. Um, I saw them against the run the other night. They won't, that didn't turn out well. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of defensive linemen, A.J. Epineza, Raquan Davis, uh, a tackle, Ezra Cleveland, it's Minnesota, uh, Josh Uche, Uche of New England, an edge rusher. I think it whatever. turned out okay. Yeah. I do too. Right. So yeah. there you go. I like sometimes it's just better to take what the <laughs> what what the Lord gives you, uh-huh. right? <laughs> That's right. Kind of like and, and it's enabled the Cowboys to take what the defense gives you. That's right. You know, on this current edition, as we've seen the first two weeks of this season, mm-hmm. where okay, Tampa Bay is we're going to give you the pass. We'll take the pass, mm-hmm. okay, and get 29 points on. on Don't right. you think Philadelphia thinks that they could take care of both? Like they don't have to overload to stop the pass or give up something against the pass to stop the run. I bet they think defensively they can play it straight and take care of the whole thing. If they do think that, it's because they know the, the game plan itself. You know, they played against it so many times. And they, they know what our M.O. is. They know what we're going to do. We don't really change much for anybody. It's not We don't change the plays. We just might change the sequence of plays because we're so talented offensively. I don't know if uh, – I don't know if they would. Well, just like can in the, stop in the, either think, one equally. I, th- I don't know if that I think can from what we've seen in two games, though, I think they've added uh, a little bit more misdirection mm-hmm. uh, to the game plan. Some of the plays they're running, they have to right because they can't steadily. I don't think they can steadily control the ball on us, even with our defense. I really don't. It, 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 whether it's running or pass, I don't know if they could live on either one. No, the I meant game. the Cowboys. Ah misdirection of oh, offense. Yeah. Right, right. M- more 
kind of end arounds and, there and the and the I, use and of the way they use Pollard, Pollard. Yep. that they could put him in the slot and bring him around and hand it to him. But that's all mo period. Yeah, I mean, to me that's nothing new. I know it was so I innovative. They, but they're using they're Pollard using now. it now. I was going to yeah. say the difference is the way that we used our personnel against Tampa offensively, yes, and, and defensively as well. We we changed up so many things. We gave them a lot of different looks. So they'll give them different looks, but I don't think the plays are going to be dialed up any differently than last week with Pollard. And my point is Philadelphia's defense thinks they can stop the Cowboys by not do, doing anything, like not jamming the line of scrimmage to stop the run and forcing the Cowboys to throw. I don't think they can handle us uh, at the cornerback at all. I don't care who they put out there. I don't think any def- defensive back – can hang with our tight ends or our wide receivers without getting any help. As long if they as come out the, healthy. If they come out in the cover two, uh, which I'm sure that's if, – if, especially if Cooper's not healthy, they're going to come out in the cover two. Mm-hmm. Right. And that means we're going to run down the throat. Mm-hmm. So and if they can three, stop that, then more power three, to them. There are three corners, Steven Nelson, Darius Slay, and then the nickelbacks, uh, Avante Maddox. We've been whooping Slay for about three years. How long has he been in the league? How long has he been in the league? Mm-hmm. We've, been, we've been taking it to him. We have been taking it to him. And they got to find somebody capable of covering the tight ends because Dalton Schultz is showing that he's, he's something to be reckoned with these days. And it, it, it's, it's not just that he's catching it, falling down. No, he's, he's hungry for more. Yeah. He's hungry for more yards. I do see where uh, Schultz uh, is going to get uh, a little bit more uh, consistent time because he blocks better. Right, and that you and know they pointed that that's out. That's been today. reflected right. in the snaps too. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is, it is, and uh, you know we need somebody in there that's going to be a double threat uh, to block and to go out and receive. And Schultz has got to be an even better receiver than he was two years ago, and a better blocker. Mm. Uh, last game where the Cowboys relied more on the run, Schultz had 45 snaps and Jarwin had 29 mm-hmm. snaps, so 16 more snaps. Well, okay, if you don't mind. What about the uh, and he had, Tampa Bay game? He had 50, Tampa Bay, 57. Schultz, Schultz had 57, and Jarwin had 48. Uh, closer. So that, yeah. Because and I we think they're the trying ball more. to but they, ease they were Jar- Jarwin back in because coming off that could ACL. Be, could but be. that shows also that they were using, well, well I mean, He ain't running like it. <laughs> he ain't <laughs> running like I'm ready now. Well, and the difference there, too, the Cowboys had 20 more offensive snaps against Tampa Bay than, yeah. than they did. But the, per- the percentage, yeah, the ratio was still off. Is, you know, right. It's still heavily in uh, Schultz's foot. Which is right. weird that they only had like seven or eight possessions. Uh, in, in the game against the Chargers? Mm-hmm. Usually you get like 12 or 13, don't you? Is that because we're toting that rock? Or the Chargers were holding the ball for longer and <laughs> couldn't get them off the field uh, well, uh, until sides. they got to the end both zone. Sides. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. we're running more and they're passing more. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Man, this show's almost over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Will is not. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. 
Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, 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 to Mick Shots. Energize your next event with an appearance by the world-famous Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Ignite your audience and create personal moments for all. To book America's sweethearts for your next event, visit DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com slash appearances. And you might see Spagnola out there in a skirt as well. Mm. That would be so cute. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, I'm thinking Everson won. No, I'm going to give it to Mick today. Yeah, as Mick far as got the Because of the yeah, ad libs. Man, the ad libs. Yeah. I couldn't be yeah. down. Yeah, you okay. needed some names. It's creativity was amazing. That That's right. Yeah, I, I, I might get a little sexist, man. You know, on the, <laughs> on the fly there. I'd rather keep that clean. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you see out on the practice field today that caught your eye? No. Parsons, I, we talked about him kind of into individual drills, doing a little bit of each. Um, Cooper doing some stuff, so that was encouraging. Um, you know, they keep – you know what, they they are I, – I understand with Steele out there, and we talked about using a tight end, but they are building some depth there. You know, they, they – you know, we – they got to be encouraged what they saw from Connor McGovern. Yes. Um, the, the game that he started in place of, of Martin. Um, and, and, and now that Knight's back out there, that helps a little bit more. Did they give McGovern any snaps? With the depth. Uh, Offensive snaps? No. Last week? I don't think so. No. I'm, and I'm a little surprised because you kind of want to keep that momentum going. Do you have do you have the luxury to re, to, to shuffle in offensive linemen the way you do other positions? You yeah, just I don't, don't see that. it. Uh, McGovern, his only snaps were on special teams last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the all of the starters played 62 snaps. Mm. And you know sometimes uh, you you'll bring in a tight end as a third. I mean, an offensive lineman as a third tight end. Right. But uh, we haven't seen them use that yet this year. Well, so, I'm, I'm proud of the free agent, my fellow free agent. Undrafted, right? It wasn't Steel. still undrafted free yeah. agent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did real good. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Hey, we've got um, an assignment tonight. 
Cowboys' next opponent is playing tonight. Hmm. Oh, Carolina. The on? Carolina Panthers are playing the Houston Texans. Oh, that's tonight. a big game, huh? Mm-hmm. That'll yep. draw some eyeballs. The Carolina Panthers have a real good chance of being unbeaten being coming in here o, right? next week. Because the Texans are They're starting, starting Davis Mills, their rookie I was uh, quarterback. Say Hill, it's Mills. Mills, yeah. yep. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. And if you would have said Hill, you would have been stumped for <laughs> a couple of seconds again, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What's that, guy's, what's that guy's first name? Um, Tyson. So, you know, and how about this? When you look at the Cowboys' uh, opponents, Arians, obviously, a veteran coach in this league. But last week, you had Brandon, uh, the head coach for the Chargers in his first year. Okay. And and, uh, Sirianni this week, first year as a head coach. Uh, And then next week, uh, you've got Matt Rule, who. uh, Two years, right? Yeah, his second year in the NFL. He was an assistant uh, with the Jets for one year in between, or uh, head coach at Temple and Baylor or whatever. So it's from a scouting standpoint, uh, there's been a lot of extra scouting they've had to do to try to figure out, okay, what what are the tendencies of of these teams, you know? And for the Eagles, sometimes uh, a coach has an MO. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a style right. on, to his own. And Sirianni, Sirianni was with the Colts, and prior to that, with the Chargers, with Philip Rivers. So there, there's a connection there. Why Rivers went to the Colts from the Chargers, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Um, Jonathan Gannon, who is their defensive coordinator, he was with the Colts, so he was uh, with Matt Eberflus there. It gives you an idea of the what the Eagles are doing defensively. And prior to that, he was with the Vikings, so he was with Mike Zimmer there. So his principles are a four-three defense, and so and that's why uh, in the in the press conference today with Mike McCarthy, he said we're still in that situation where. You have to worry about the unscouted looks. Like, you know, only seen two games of this new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to look at their history, the way Bill just pointed out. And he said, and it's a new staff, and so there will be looks that we won't be prepared for just because of the newness. Uh, and he said there's a little more variation than what they had been doing defensively, by the way. Well, so. they, they need to because, you know, you're talking about the history. We were going over it during the break. You read out some alarming stats. One of you guys did about how our wide receivers just ate them up in our last meeting. So they've got to look at that game. And the more I think about it, the more they're going to try and come out with two man. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to have some kind of way come out with two man to stop these wide receivers because that was a quick hit. You know, you're talking about one play for 70 plus yards as opposed to a running play that may cause, you know, a number of plays to, to consist of a drive. I, I think they'd rather slow us down than let us go down the field as quickly as mm-hmm. we did. Figuring years. the more plays that the Cowboys have to run, the more chances that they're Which always makes me nervous that we go so deep into our playbook. I remember I complained about that last year, year before that. We run so many plays during the drive. I don't like showing our playbook. Mm-hmm. In the first quarter with else. 15 or 13 right. t- uh, first downs. Man, just somebody break a tackle and let's take it to the house or let's go deeper even uh, every once in a while because I promise you. And we'll set them up like that too. You start sitting down on routes because you are not 
fearful of them going by you because their tendency is we're going to have timing routes, timing routes, timing routes. Well, yeah, I don't mind that as long as we're able to change it up. But otherwise, I just don't like showing so much of my playbook in the first half. And then what happens second half? Adjustments came. And now we're not as effective. So the key thing for the Cowboys offense is to control um, that interior of the Eagles line where you got to deal with Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Huge people. Uh, and if Brandon Graham's out, you know, they've got it listed here at one defensive end, De- uh, Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat. Uh, and the other side's Ryan Kerrigan, who's basically a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. So they may put both of those. He came from Washington, those. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Barnett yeah. and Sweat may be their starting defensive ends. So they've got some heft in the middle of, the, of their defense. Was Sweat from Washington as well? Oh, he's always been with Philly. No, he's. Uh, you're thinking of Montez Sweat. That's it. At Washington. Yeah. yeah. Josh, Josh Sweat. Yeah. The Sweat family. Is it? The- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we'll dive deeper into those Eagles and scout what the Cowboys are facing in this game in uh, tomorrow's edition of Mix Shots. Mm-hmm. Sounds That's good. Right, All right. Baby. So that does it for this edition of Mix Shots, and we will see you again on a fabulous football Friday tomorrow. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!